Oh, World Leagues. Tales of Tiny Gods from Brooklyn Games is finally live on Kickstarter. I'm backing it right now. On its surface, Worldlings is a catalog of tiny gods that permeate the natural world. It's more than that. It's creating a mystery generator and pre-written story hooks that GMs can use to create encounters for the curious to investigate. And remember, as always, patreon.com backslash Brooklyn Games. You can get a new zine every month. Welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I am your host, Logar the Barbarian, joined today by Skeeter Green of Skeeter Green Productions. How are you? Good. I want to be Skeeter Green the Barbarian. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's do it. Yes. Bar- <laughs> hey, man. In the 80s, they had the Barbarian Brothers. Oh, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> we, could, we could bring it back for RPGs. The RPG out. Barbarians. That's <laughs> awesome. We both have our sleeveless shirts on today to yeah. show off those guns. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that works. I like it. I appreciate it. So we've been, we've been right. We probably should have recorded the last however long, 20 plus minutes we've been talking before. This. Yeah, no <laughs> kidding. Missed, the, the, hist- entire podcast. the history of RPGs where I've worked at companies. <laughs> <laughs> so we got stuff going on this month right now. And you got stuff going on outside of that that I've been I've been picking up as well. Let's let's where where should we start? What do you want to talk about first? <laughs> um, do you want you want to start with Zine Quest? That's gonna be pretty expansive. Yeah. Let's talk about Zine Quest. What's going on with Zine Quest? So Kickstarter, uh, this is the fourth time they have focused on small zine size, you know, digest size booklets from a lot of small publishers and it's really a great thing and this year this is zine quest four uh normally they do it at the beginning of the year which is what i was planning on but this year they shifted it so the first week of zine quest is during gen con now had i been in charge maybe i wouldn't have timed it exactly the same but I think the rationale was for the people who couldn't go to Gen Con, they get something special at the same time. So it's it's pretty cool. Uh, I know people have their pros and cons about Kickstarter. And honestly, that's up to you guys. I don't even really get into that side of it. But I do have a product for Zine Quest, and it's supporting Mork Borg. So I have I have looked into that and wanted to do it for so long. I finally just pulled the trigger and man, what what an effort that is to get it right. (laughs) And how does that differ from what you normally do? I'm curious. Well, uh, so I'm not I'm not a graphic designer. I'm not an artist, all that stuff. So I started out months and months and months ago just trying to do kind of the Morkborg vibe in a zine so I would know how to tell somebody how to lay it out because <laughs> it's so art heavy and so you know punk rock and very kind of you know it is definitely its own thing it is very art heavy uh, the the rules for Morkborg are super simple I mean, you, that, that's like a one pager and, and go. So it lends itself to conventions. Great. It's a lot of fun. 
I mean, in, in the rules you start out with, you roll a couple of dice and go, okay, this is how many days the world has left to exist. <laughs> so go crazy, do whatever you want. Cause you're not going to survive. They do have some, some rules for if you're going to play again, but I I've only ever played it at a convention and it's a ton of fun. So yeah, my product is the derelicts diary and it's additional material and pre-gen characters for Mork Borg. It's my homage, like Crypt of the Science Wizard was my homage to Tomb of Horrors. Yeah. This is this is my homage to the Rogues Gallery. Oh, nice. Because I loved that book so much. Uh, and they're really... You're talking about the AD&D Rogues Gallery, yeah, correct? That's yeah. Okay. I think yep. they put out a yep. couple other Rogues Galleries after that as well. Yeah, Second now, Ed had like a, one of those loose leaf ones, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, all that stuff sucks, man. It's the original. It's the original or nothing. Yeah, I had, I think growing up, I had like three of those because I would always write in them and then they'd get destroyed and I couldn't use it anymore. And so I've got a confession about the rogues gallery that I owned was was literally a Xerox copy of it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, now with PDFs, I mean, I put all this stuff on my Kindle. I have so much of the first edition and ad and uh libraries on my kindle so i can just zip through them i need to look for another rogues gallery though i'm, <laughs> I'm feeling i'm feeling the flavor uh but since this is a podcast nobody's going to see this but i'm going to give you a view of the book so that's the book so I've got a question. The book that you're showing me is spiral bound. Is it going to be spiral bound or is it going to be staple bound? It is spiral bound. Nice. And it is it is a wire O binding. And the reason I did that is because with especially with a lot of zines, if you're using it at the table and you lay it down, the book yeah. closes. Yeah. This is a lay flat. You can flip it over to just the page you want. So it can sit there on the table. Great. I, I had to give that a shot. But in addition to that, I have all of the pregens uh, in the PDF. The PDF is 165 pages. It's 400 megabytes. Oh it is goodness. huge because <laughs> of all this art. So I made some uh, printer-friendly sheets and all the pregens are available on full art or pregen sheets i have blank character sheets for all six of the uh, supplementary classes plus the generic and tons of them but this is an envelope and again people on the podcast won't see it but you can describe it that's the art on the envelope so it's telling me about the art that you have here that that's going on. Did you do this art or who is, who's, who's done? This? Oh God, no, <laughs> this, this art is from a guy in the Czech Republic named Waklau Treyer. Mm -hmm. And I hope I'm not brutalizing his name, but he, his company is droned artworks and he's actually in the process. He's got a deck building game called doom pilgrim. And it is loaded with this kind of art. But just so getting to the art, these are the character sheets. Oh, nice. So they're very, they're very art heavy, very um... super art heavy. And then on the back, it has all your information. So those are going to, are those a part of the, so let me, let me, I'm, I got a question here. We got those, 
nice character. She's got the spiral bound book. Do they all? So what is the the pledge and the pledge levels and stuff to grab what and stuff like that? So the pledge levels, uh, there is at the $15 level is the PDF. And I know people are going to grumble and go, oh, my God, I'm not paying $15 for a PDF. Again, it's 400 megabytes and 165 <laughs> pages. So, I mean, cut me some slack. When it goes to retail, it's going to be $20. So that's a 25% discount during the Kickstarter. Now i got to pull it up because I want to get all of the information correct but I don't know which window I have it on. <laughs> oh no. I got, yeah, I got four computer screens, so <laughs> I got to find the right one. Okay. So at the $15 level, you get the derelicts diary PDF. That's 25% off the, the retail. If you pledge $25, you get the book and the PDF, which retail is going to be 30. Once I get past this. So again, you get a little bit of savings. And if you get the pre-gen characters pack with the book and the PDF, that's 50 bucks all in. And you get 30 of these characters. So if you're playing at a convention, the first 30 players you have, you can just whip these out and give it to them and you're playing instantly. Yeah. And that's going to be 80 bucks in retail. So. I'll tell you what we can do is if if people want to see what what it is you have there, I will I can post this on a you on the YouTube and people can go over to the YouTube oh, wow. and take a look at. It. We don't do a lot. We've been messing with it, so we'll try that. Sure. And, and yeah. folks, go on over to YouTube and you can see what he was showing off. It, it is very nice. Like the print print quality looks pretty high from what I can see from over here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, Waklau Trayer. Uh, he's on Facebook. People can look him up. Droned Artworks is his website. And I, it's amazing. So I actually bought all of these pieces. So I have the, I have the reproduction rights, but I bought the originals because they are so amazing. They're, they're just crazy. If so you the, are, the physical pieces, the original artwork, you own the physical copies of it or? Yeah. Oh, cool. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I'm curious. What what is this? Are these paints? Are these paintings we're seeing? Are they oil yeah. paint on canvas, or was there... yeah, oh, yeah? Nice. They're they're on. Uh, I think it's A5 sheet. I don't know the European conversions <laughs> to anything, man. I'm an yeah. American. I I used the <laughs> wrong uh, numerical system. So, uh, yeah, but they're crazy. Uh, I'm trying to see. Hold on, just a minute. I'm All rolling right. over. Oh, we're gonna, you're gonna get. We're gonna actually see. So go to YouTube so you can see the actual physical copies of them. So this is. Oh, uh, nice. Trying to trying to get it so you can see it. Oh, you're gonna be able to look in reverse to everything I have in my office. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's it's hard to see, but yeah, it's amazing stuff it's all these layers and this abstract stuff and then you've got these characters that couldn't physically exist because <laughs> their proportions are just insane but it is so morkborg i i couldn't pass it up no doubt no that is so i've got another question that that may be off off uh, off the topic oh let's do it we talked last time about the valley out of time didn't we yep Valley out of time. So what's going on there? What, what can we expect? Because I, I, again, 
I, I backed the second uh, Kickstarter, which was ep- issues three and four of the of the se- series, I guess. And yeah. again, they came like ASAP in the mail. I was surprised to get them. I was like, oh, wow, I got I got zines here. Where did they come? Oh, that yeah, was that's that was the thing with the. Uh, so the first two Kickstarters, the first Kickstarter was issue one and two. Second Kickstarter was three and four. And yeah, within a month. I was shipping them out. Yeah, they came real quick. The last one uh, that is coming up, it's going to be kickstarted in October. And I believe the plan is to go from the 17th of October through Halloween. Actually, I think it's going to end on November 1st. So it's two weeks at the end of October. That one, I was trying desperately to get it done so it could arrive before Christmas, mm-hmm. and it's just not going to happen. This one is much bigger. There's a lot more moving parts. Uh, it's going to be the digest size five and six for Swords and Wizardry and DCC, Dungeon Crawl Classics, but that's not all. We're going to have a compilation full-size eight and a half by 11 hardcover book that's going to compile all those digests for Swords and Wizardry, DCC, and wait for it, fifth edition as well. So there's going to be there's going to be some added content. There's going to be a lot of added art for the compilations. And the announcement during the Kickstarter will be that the digest size books will not be reprinted. Oh, so if you don't have, so if you don't have the first four, will you, you won't, will you be able to get them at that Kickstarter or no? It will be available to pick those up, but the stock on hand is it going forward. It's going to be the compilation books. So the digests are kind of a, hopefully collectible thing yeah. for the people who were the first backers, but uh, going forward, it's going to be those books just because I can't keep stocking <laughs> all these different covers. Yeah. So I've got a question then because you clarify something about that. So there's a yep. DCC, a swords and wizardry and a fifth edition. Now is, are those three different books separately or is it all going to be those are those are three different books so So you have your choice uh, of the three yeah you will you will have your choice i didn't want to make somebody who only plays swords and wizardry get a fifth edition book i don't want the fifth edition people to get something they don't want or care about so yep i'm i'm making it you get what you want and I will put this out there too. The Swords and Wizardry stats and book are if you're playing like old school essentials or you're playing Osric, they're identical. They're 100 percent compatible. Yeah, you go with your OSE, you get a Swords and Wizardry edition. It's gonna be exactly what you're playing with old school essentials or anything else like that as well. Yeah, the only the probably the biggest difference for people who are playing OSC is I don't have the cool layout where all your information is on the two pages facing you. That's really the only difference. Swords and Wizardry is really compatible with a lot of the other retro clones, so it's super easy to convert. I mean, I had a bunch of people tell me that I didn't have to do a 5e version because the Swords and Wizardry was so easy to port into 5e, and I'm like, nah, that's lame. I'm going to do it. 
And here's the thing: like, I know I don't think that Swords and Wizardry is currently available in print anywhere. Is it? Do you know that? Uh, yeah. Uh, Mythmere Games. Well, Matt Finch they, is he? Has, does he have a physical copies in print right now? Uh, that I don't know. We just I'm, talked I'm to him sure. recently, and I think that yeah. we're waiting to see. There should be a print on demand or something along like the lines of that they're going to be putting it out there. But you can probably find copies floating around because there's plenty of them. <laughs> the Swords and Wizardry complete PDF was free. Yes. And I believe it, the rules are still free to anyone. So. I can't suggest it enough. It's like as 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 Skeeter said, it it, it is uh, by Mythmere Games. Matt Finch is over there doing that now. I just backed his uh, tome of adventure design. And if, if you listen that, to the podcast, that you is, know <laughs> that is going to be the third book for tome of adventure design that I am getting because it is gorgeous. It's his it's his a great, the book book too. The the book that he put out this time for the Kickstarter, visually just stunning and yeah it's it's one of the most useful rpg books i've ever gotten yeah i, I think it, i use it a lot i can't say it's one of my most used books because my most used books tend to be monster manuals <laughs> yeah. yep but absolutely close behind is that Tom but even you know uh i've been I've been designing dungeons for publication for about 22 years, did all kinds of uh, homebrew dungeons and stuff way before that. But even now getting started, if I get stuck with something thinking, okay, how exactly do I want this to work out? Just flipping through those pages and, and the ideas that are in there automatically make something pop into my head and i'm like oh yeah i should do that because that would be cool as shit <laughs> i think one thing that i like about swords and wizardry over old school essentials i do love that old school essentials it's a beautiful game don't get me wrong but swords and wizardry has a tendency to give you like you can do it this way or this way and it's far more rules light than ose is <laughs> it's a lot more <laughs> Swords and Wizardry is really like clay. Yeah. I mean, you you get this form and you can make it specifically to the way you want to game so easily that I, you know. If there's anything you like from a lot of the other editions, it's super easy to port in. There's not it's not gonna really Absolutely. break the game most of the time. It's you know? it's very plug and play. You can you can take stuff and plop it into swords and wizardry uh there are a million hacks which <laughs> i hate that term but there's um like if you want to play swords and wizardry in space there's white star uh if you want to play grim and gritty dark version of swords and wizardry there's swords and wizardry dark you could get very specific with swords and wizardry you could have swords and wizardry world war ii edition europe yeah, that's, and and, that, and that, I mean, change it, it would be. That. I have seen that like war, that World War Two, uh, Swords and Wizardry game floating around. I haven't picked it up. War games are not my thing. But yeah. I had five years in the Marine Corps. I've had enough. It's too. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I want some dragons. <laughs> Absolutely, and um, 
yeah, I'm uh, SGP is going to continue to support Swords and Wizardry. That's going to be our rule set and also kind of my combination of Dungeon Crawl Classics and Mutant Crawl Classics, putting them together. Uh, that's going to be what SGP does for the foreseeable future. Excellent, excellent. I'm looking forward to it, and 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 I'm looking forward to to the to well, we've got the the current one now. We, the, I don't know if we even said the name of the current Kickstarter when we started talking about this. It's Derelict's Diary. Yep. And I'll put make sure there's a link in the show notes. So if you can't find it, you can go to the show notes, check it out. You'll find it. But just also just type in Kickstarter derelict's diary and then i guess this you said uh, was it october that we yeah october october middle october is the start of the kickstarter for valley out of time five and six because i wanted to have the kickstarter going while uh we're at game hole so come by game hole i'll be uh anchoring sitting on my butt in the independent publishers union tables me and my buddies uh, mud puppy games levi combs planet x jeff Talanian, astonishing swordsman and the title is too long for his book oh, the astonishing swordsman and sources of hyperborea and, that, yep. and i think i told you that i tell you that that's where logar came from right yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh my buddies at silver boulet ian mcgarty and jason gardner we're all going to be there so come on by and say, hey, or, you know, I love your products or even I hate your products. Oh, <laughs> just, no. <laughs> just come by and hang out. Come and check out. Yeah. Uh, the group the, it's the Independent Publishers Union, correct? Correct. And that's and that's uh, um, old uh, old Jim Wampler. And is, is Tim Cask involved in that or is it just Jim Wampler? Tim is involved through wampler's company okay so so uh tim tim comes by the booth and and signs autographs and tells people stories and he gets a big crowd and then we we kind of sit off to the side and let him do his thing then he's like oh yeah hey you want to buy some of these books too (laughs) so but uh especially with mud puppy games with jim wampler he's expanded into miniatures and coins and and all this just, other stuff it's it's great i just picked up that gary gygax that was yeah that the, the gary the, gygax the gary, that long gary and dave yeah the <laughs> gary and dave miniatures uh we've got those it seems like every time i turn around levi and planet x have either a new book or you know blacklight posters he's cranking it out (laughs) he's probably gonna have like six inch posable action figures pretty soon because he's a nut for vintage games so yeah it's gonna be fantastic and jeff talanian i think it was a couple of weeks or or a month or something ago finally got delivered his hyperborea third edition books so i, I got yeah. those on my shelf now i'm those, thrilled they those came are in coming the out that long ago. <laughs> we're gonna have those live the silver boulet guys are putting out a zine called fantastic geographic that's just it's literally like national geographic it just has this assortment of stuff in there it's great product 
I, I I read a lot of National Geographic coming up. I still do this. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> for some yeah. reason, it it does not have the topless people in it that we are much familiar with from National Geographic. That that was an old seventies <laughs> thing. But yeah, really really awesome work. And from and that, all those guys, Hyperborea, I will tell you that we've been running our Hyperborea campaign. We're coming on three years this fall, which isn't yep. that far away. And I, I gotta say, like, I like, I like a lot of role playing games, and a lot of the ones I like tend to be older clones or just the older editions are some of my favorites. I, I mean, I play a lot besides that. I didn't even start with D and D, yeah, <laughs> sci fi games, you name it, but. When it comes to a fantasy game that's that's uh, kind of based on the old game, I really appreciate that Hyperborea. It is it is the A D and D rules, and it's done in a new, fresh way. Different classes and stuff. Very well done. Gorgeous books. I can't suggest it enough. It's been a really fun campaign. It, it it's a good game. Jeff is meticulous about. I don't want to say minutia, but everything is thought out and and well planned and he he is very hands-on for all of the adventures that are written either either he writes everything or he oversees everything that is written he he's very notorious for not allowing you know third party people to just put you know random crap in there he did do me a solid a week or so ago uh, he got his Valley Out of Time books for three and four, and he said they were a great addition to Hyperborea. They fit in. You could you could expand the area a little bit, and that was just like, oh my god, Jeff, I love you. Uh, and I didn't even have to pay you to say. That. <laughs> and swords and or swords and wizardry stats run pretty much flawlessly with it yeah swords and wizardry usually gives you gives you the ascending and descending armor class so you can run it either way however you're running whatever edition you're on basic fantasy or base i'm sorry like you if you wanted to run a uh basic fantasy rpg boom those stats work perfect you want to run old hyperborea boom those stats work perfect because they because hyperborea is descending armor class yeah and that's that's one of the things that I still do, you know, to this day. I'm editing the books for the compilations right now. And for sure, all of the ACs in there in all the books, ascending and descending. Uh, the only real difference is the Swords and Wizardry uses a single saving throw. Yes. But it but it's pretty easy to figure out, you know, what <laughs> what it should be for anything else so really really flexible system i'm happy to that it's out there now we're, we play well we were playing dcc but we were playing mcc lately and you've got the DC, uh, dcc edition for this as well and we haven't even brought up any of the dcc stuff yeah absolutely i, I, need, to, I need to have i need to try to get some more folks from over there that are doing stuff at goodman games on here because there's there's quite a few folks that put up some great stuff oh Let's, yeah how is that uh, difference-wise system and putting that book together between like Swords and Wizardry, DCC, and Fifth Edition? It's really pretty easy. It doesn't it doesn't need a lot of change for flavor text at all. There are a couple of things that are game mechanically different, mm-hmm. and I was I was helped very very much 
by Jeff Seifert, who did the conversions for DCC and MCC. And because he does work directly for Goodman Games as well, he was able to give me the heads up how future stat blocks are going to look coming directly from official Goodman Games products. So we're compatible with that. So he he's been a godsend, just wonderful to work with. The DCC and MCC communities are ridiculous. They are so great and they really kind of support each other. I mean, all the authors who work on any of that stuff and work for third party publishers, everybody's cool with each other. I mean, I'm sure behind the scenes, somebody's, oh, I hate that guy. <laughs> but, but honestly, in the public, wonderful yeah. community. It's, it's not like some communities in the RPG world where all they want to do is, is nitpick at people, but, you know, really, really community-oriented. That's good. That's good. Yeah, and, and they put out some great stuff. We've played a lot of fun oh, games yeah. from over there, and, and they're, they're pretty, like, they're, like, some of the early, like some of the first uh, game zines that I was running across were coming from that part of the world, from the DCC MCC. Yeah. They have some really cool zines, um, doing some neat stuff with it, and, and they're pretty supportive of zine creators who make stuff. Oh, very system. much. Uh, they they have been great to me. The entire Goodman machine has, you know, reached out to me. They they sell my Crypt of the Science Wizard, Crypto Codex. They've been they've been picking up the Valley Out of Time series. So they they have been great support. They they are really I mean, Goodman is like any other larger RPG company. They're putting out large books like, you yeah. know, Crypt of the Devil Lich you know, DCC 100, you know, Harley Stroh cannot put out those massive, wonderful books and write these 16 pagers. And, and, you know, so Goodman really supports the, the community that's supporting their game. And they, they're good. Like, like Janelle Jack Hayes uh, has a bunch of stuff that they're putting out of her old stuff that's yep. coming out soon. They've Dark Tower. Classics. I and and then they have uh one of the things that I love that I got from Goodman Games is I got this one of the largest books I have outside of some old frog god game books that you probably have worked on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I probably have. Is one of their books and it's that oh actually I have it up, upstairs by my bedstand. It's not even down here. Is is this massive collection of all of the uh Grim's Tooth traps books yep. put into one huge hardback and it is beautiful. Yep. I love it. <laughs> Grimtooth was Grimtooth and uh, Tomb of Horrors were the impetus behind me doing Crypt of the Science Wizard. Oh, really? I- I'd like to hear about that. <laughs> I I wanted to do you know an homage to Tomb of Horrors, mm-hmm. but in the Grimtooth stuff, it was always multiple layers in the traps. It wasn't just one thing. Oh, I fall in a hole. No, (laughs) you fall in a hole. You get shot up into the air. There's spikes in the ceiling. Then the entire (laughs) thing collapses down into the pit. You know, it's, it's that kind of stuff. And, you know, spoiler alert in Crypt of the Science Wizard, there's a rotating beam in there that sets up a giant barbecue. So, <laughs> you know, there, there's some stuff that can go wrong. 
and and there's some fun reading in those those grim truths too they're, they're the, i like those tra those traps are fun and it give, gets you all kinds of ideas for games so check out crypto the science wizard <laughs> see what says <laughs> in there <laughs> yeah kind of a kind of a new take on that and that's available for swords of wizardry dcc and fifth edition Oh, I didn't realize there was a there was a version for all three. I, I just yeah. thought there was the one. I well, nope. I learned something all all three. And actually, the fifth edition version version I sold out of. Oh no! So yeah, I don't know if I even have a copy of it. So here's we're getting to be about time. So this is the perfect segue. Where can people find it online if they want to pick up Crypt of the Science Wizard? And where can people find you online? Uh, I'm on Facebook. You probably more than I need to be. <laughs> SGP has its own website. Uh, it's www.skeetergreenproductions.com. Yes, I know it should have been shorter than that, but <laughs> that's what I was available. So that has all of my products. Um, some products can be gotten, getting, gotten uh, from Noble Knight or Mud Puppy Games has a bunch of them and yeah check it out and uh come on by and let's chat yeah and we'll put we'll make sure there's a link to the kickstarter that's currently going on and we'll probably see which so try to put a few other links to some of those in the show notes as well if you're looking for them thank you for coming on it's been good talking to you again thank you man barbarian <laughs> brothers yes <laughs> <laughs> If you've enjoyed what you've heard here today, please give us a positive review wherever you're listening. We're on Facebook. You search Wobblies and Wizards. Wobbliesandwizards.com is our blog. I'm on Twitter at LogarHaleCrom. We're on Patreon. We could really use support. Patreon.com backslash Wobblies and Wizards. And as always, keep those dice rolling.